0: Welcome to the Meet Hope podcast, where we have conversations about faith and hope. Hope is one church made of people living out their faith through two expressions, in person and online. We believe a hybrid faith experience can lead to a growing influence in our community and our world for the sake of others. Welcome to Hope.
1: Hey, welcome listeners. We're glad you're here at the, on the Meet Hope podcast. My name is Rick, and I'm on the podcast team, and we're doing interviews with members of the Hope staff, and so if you've attended here for any length of time, you will know her well, but we're uh, happy to have Heather Mandela with us. Hey, how are you? Welcome, Heather. Thanks. Yeah, so uh, so Heather, we start out all these interviews with give us a little bit of a bio. Tell us about your family and things like that. Just the basics.
0: Okay, so um, I've been married for it'll be twenty five years this year uh, to my husband Kevin. He is a history teacher, and um, we have two girls, twenty and seventeen.
1: Wow, so yeah. adult children,
0: adult children, uh, wow. yeah, a whole new phase of life. It, so, is, it is, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and okay. um, and then a house full of animals.
1: So How, so tell us about the animals. Yeah, uh, so
0: um, it is a it's a zoo. We could. Charge admission. It is uh we have two dogs, two cats, two different types of geckos, and then a plethora of fish. All
1: right. So tell us uh, dog names.
0: Uh so Via is our eighty five pound labradoodle. Okay. And that's a big dog. She is a big girl. Uh-huh. Uh, and then uh, Lexi is, um, she's a mutt, really. She's just a, a yellow mutt, sweetheart. Okay. Um, actually, she's really not a sweetheart. She really doesn't like people very much. Oh, But, you know, okay. hey, it's All okay. Well, we love her great. anyway. Okay. Um, and then the two cats. Two cats, okay. Phoebe and Ophelia. Yeah,
1: don't leave the cats out. No, All can't right. leave Phoebe them. They,
0: they're the ones that get annoyed by that. All right. Now, yeah. do the geckos have names? They do. Okay. Yeah, so Dart, um, after Stranger Things. And oh, okay. Yes, right. and then Peanut because she's a peanut. That's
1: great. Okay, so uh, you grew up around here.
0: I did, I grew up in Haddonfield. All
1: right, and uh, but and another thing I know about you is that you love to travel. I do love to travel. It's one of my favorite things. All right, and so you've done a lot of different vacations, been to a lot of different places. Uh, yes. What is What's your favorite?
0: Um, So my favorite trip I think we ever took as a family was the the year the girls were probably 10 and eight, um, and we drove cross-country. Okay. And so that we... We had a great time. We kind of camped our way across the country, did in Oregon where my brother-in-law was um, and, you know, just stopped at all the, you know, did the, did the typical American touristy thing, right. stopped at like all the monuments. like the giant ball of wax and, and things like no. that? No. All right. We missed that one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All, right. Yeah. all right. Next time. Next all right. Time.
1: So, so it was a lot like the movie vacation then?
0: Any vacation we take okay. is <laughs> a lot like the vacation. Yeah.
1: All right, and so I know you also like to cruise. I do love to cruise. What do you love most about cruises?
0: Um, I love that I don't have to think. Oh, okay, good. (laughs) Everything's in one place, they're going to take me wherever I'm going, Uh I can sleep late. Eat whatever I want. You can't a, get lost, really. Either, no, right? you mean, really can't. Put a drink in my hand next to the pool. I am a happy camper. That's
1: great. Okay. Yeah. So, so you've been at Hope for? Did you say this? Or you think you might have said it?
0: Seventeen years. Seventeen years. You're almost right.
1: eighteen. Wow. Okay. And so, yeah, you have, you have me beat by a year.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh.
1: Oh, so yep. so tell us uh, quick, how did you come to Hope?
0: Um. So, it's not quick, but. <laughs>
1: Okay. All right, so well, I grew up over at Hatton Methodist,
0: right? Which is yes. Jeff was the associate pastor. So I knew Jeff. Um, I actually was in the calling campaign when Hope was founded.
1: That's great. So you're part of the 20,000 phone calls. I was part okay. of the 20,000 okay. phone calls. That's yes. Great. So
0: I, I made some of those phone calls. Um, so, you know, clearly grew up, graduated, moved to North Jersey, lived up there for about 10 years.
1: You're, you're in college.
0: Went to college and then we lived okay. up there afterwards Oh, as well. okay. okay. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we were up there for a while um, and moved back down. And you know the expression, you can't go home again. And mm-hmm. so we just, we weren't finding the right church fit for us anymore. And um, Kevin said, you know, you trust Jeff. Why don't we try hope? And I said, I, I don't. I don't think so, Han. I don't do the contemporary thing. Like, I, you know, <laughs> I grew up seeing requiems. This is like, nah. Um, but, you know, we weren't having any luck anywhere else. And so, you know, I uh, reluctantly agreed. And um, within the first 10 minutes, we were home. And right, we so,
1: we're, so we blame Kevin.
0: We do. It's all Kevin's fault. Okay. Yeah. That's
1: great. And Kevin is part of, uh, of our worship team?
0: He is. He is. He plays electric guitar. He's part of our worship team.
1: Right, right. Yeah. And so you came right after Christmas to. Uh, Visit Hope.
0: It was the first Sunday after Christmas. Yep. And, um, walked in the door and, you know, within the first, listened to the first set of music and just looked at each other and we're like, this is where we're supposed to That's be. That's
1: great. Uh, a lot of people have that story. Yeah. Or not the part about Haddonfield and growing up <laughs> and all those, but, but about coming but, yeah. for that yeah. first time. There's yeah. something about the building. Uh, the so, people. so how did you start working at Hope? So if you were attending...
0: So um, Jeff knew that I had been working in children's ministry up in North Jersey. Mm-hmm. So I was a teacher, but I was also working for a church up there. And um, so currently, they had an interim um, children's ministry director, at and Hope. yes, at yeah. Hope. And they had uh, she had recently had a conflict, wasn't able to attend some of the meetings. And so he said, "Hey, it's just like three to five hours a week. Just can you come on Sunday morning or on Mondays, rather for?" For staff meetings and just kind of be the bridge, you know, like mm-hmm. so that we can all keep connected on what's happening right. and all that mm-hmm. good stuff. So, you know, let me think about it because, you know, I wasn't going to work. I was going to, you know, stay home, right, right. Um, which is really funny because I couldn't have done that no matter what. But anyway, <laughs> um, so... He went and had a sabbatical up in Princeton for, you know, a week like he typically does, came back down and called me and he said, did you get a chance to think about it? And I said, yeah, yeah, I think I can do this. I'd like, I'd like to. It'd be great. Um, and he said, that's good because she just quit. <laughs> How many hours can you give me? <laughs> so yeah
1: and so that's what started and the rest is history and the rest is history yeah yeah yeah. 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 so so you started as the children's ministry director of children's children's ministry i guess so i don't remember what my title was yeah okay and then uh but then a few years later you moved to a different role
0: yeah so when i first started it really was truly just sunday morning programming um and maybe helping out with the choir Mm -hmm. uh on a wednesday night um and you know, once I had done that for a little while, we, we decided to open a MOPS program, Mothers of Preschoolers. Right. And so we had this influx of young families. And um, it became abundantly clear that we really needed to open a preschool. Mm-hmm. And it was something that Jeff and I joked about in his office when he hired me like, oh, we'll never do that. Yeah, ha, right. ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. That's gone wrong so many times. Um, and yeah, and so I had to go back to his office with my hat in my hand and be like, yeah. I think we're supposed to open up preschool. Yeah. Yeah. So spent a year researching that and figuring that out and then, um, open tomorrow's preschool. Wow.
1: That's great. And now, uh, so that was a few years you were in that role. It was. And then from there you transitioned to small groups.
0: I did. Yes. Yeah. So, um, after about four or five years working in the, uh, preschool, we started to have this focus in hope in general of recognizing that we don't want to just have small groups. Mm -hmm. We want to be a church of small groups. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so, uh, it became clear that this was something I was passionate about and really wanted to work on, and so I, I started doing the small group program. You know, we moved from church of small a church with small groups to a church of small groups. Right. Okay. So yeah. you went from
1: director of children's ministry to preschool director to small groups, and now almost full circle. Yeah. <laughs> Almost. Oh, you're back now. You're the pastor of Family Ministries. I am. Tell us. Tell us a little bit about, about that. What that. What's that role look like now?
0: So, Family Ministry has exploded. Um, it grew exponentially in those years after I left mm-hmm. under um, under a whole bunch of really great volunteers and Chris Graves and and so we have this beautiful program that involves service. And it involves Sunday mornings and um, Casey Cornforth and, and uh, Caitlin Paluzak work on this team with me and they are amazing mm-hmm. um, with what they offer Sunday mornings as well as our invite events and our um, Bible studies that we have for the kids. And it's just a fully well-rounded program. Mm -hmm. And it includes youth ministry now, which used to kind of be an island on its own and is now part of family ministry. Mm -hmm. So I get to work with Jason as well. And we get to really have a cohesive team where we're looking at um, the development of discipleship birth through 18.
1: Right. And you're still working in small groups as well.
0: I am still working mm-hmm. in small groups as well. Yeah. My team is fantastic and I'm able to like coach them and get some guidance and visioning, but, um, they're the ones in the trenches, which mm-hmm. allows me some time to come back to, um, to my love of small groups and mm-hmm. to really work on developing them and offering a wide variety of opportunities for people to connect. That's right.
1: So 18 years here at hope and all those
0: multiple different roles. What do you love most about ministry life? We get a front row seat mm, to what mm-hmm. God's doing. Uh, so it is such a unique place to be, um, to be able to see how God is working in the lives of so many different people. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and it's, you get to see uh, you get to see little kids yep. uh, get this concept
0: of faith for the first time, right? Yeah. Oh, and I've been here now 18 years, so I'm getting to see my three-year-olds teaching Hope Kids Now. Like it Mm -hmm. is this beautiful full circle. You Mm -hmm. know, we've got our youth who came through the youth program that are now small group leaders because they're out of college or in college. It's amazing. So to really, I've gotten to see not just the individual cool things that happen, but this whole like theme of how God is working in the lives of these people
1: and family ministry. It is an exciting place to be folks. (laughs) If you haven't gone back in that wing now, I tease about not going back there trying (laughs) to avoid it, but it really is an exciting time and lots, lots of good stuff going on. So, so great work. So that, that's what you love most. What is most challenging in your area of ministry?
0: Um, I think it's probably shared by most areas of ministry. Uh, I think that continuing to build a volunteer base is always Mm -hmm. a challenge. Um, you know, we're busy people. We have a lot of things going on in our lives. And so, um, volunteering doesn't just happen. It's a conscious decision that people have to make. It's a mm-hmm. commitment they make. Um, and so, um, our programs are exploding. And, um, in order to keep up with that drive and all those new people coming in the door, we need to, um, we need to be intentional in, um, helping people see the, the, power that volunteering has you know Mm -hmm. the fact that you are really able to grow in your relationship with jesus Mm -hmm. when you are giving of yourself for others
1: yeah 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 and i think that's also part of um in that volunteerism, people have this chance to um, reintegrate their faith yeah, into their lives. And, and and there's so many demands, like you said, on our lives, We get to when we invest in that area, when we volunteer and be part of the church, man, just just exponential growth can take place yeah. in someone's life. Yeah. Yeah,
0: their own as well as the people they're touching. Yeah. So we'll move on
1: to more a little lighthearted side <laughs> to this interview. So I've been asking everybody this question, what is Give us a funny life moment, kind of like give us, you know, maybe, maybe, um, you know, pull the curtain back, let us know what it's like in the Mandela family or, or a funny <laughs> time in your lives, anything like that. Just, just tell us, just, just give us a little hint and what that might look like.
0: Um, so it is chaotic um yeah it is kevin and i look at each other and we're like could you ever have guessed you know 25 years ago that this is what life would look like and not a chance no no idea um it's it's craziness you know and so i think that um the pandemic kind of helped bring that to yeah, a okay a front because people had these windows into your lives right mm-hmm. and they could just see everything that was happening in your life which was slightly terrifying and um you know we've got Animals everywhere. We had students, kids everywhere, taking classes, running. Th- like my husband's teaching. It was just chaos. And uh, more than once, you know, you'd have a cat walk across the, the, oh, yeah. the middle oh, of the yeah. screen. I remember, or you'd have dogs. I remember
1: seeing that. Oh, in Oh, everybody! Our meetings. Yeah, uh-huh. people
0: are like, "What is that noise?" I'm like, "That, that, that's my cat. Sorry, <laughs> let me throw her out of the room." Yeah, it was. It's it's insane in my house. That's great. You know, when
1: if I ever have a chance where someone's interviewing me, I'll I'm going to tell the story about during COVID electrocuting myself while everybody was on zoom meetings. Uh, so that, that's just a funny story for another time. And, uh, I'll try to remember to tell that story, but, uh, this is about you. So we want to do a, a rapid fire segment now. Okay. okay? I'm going to ask you a question. Just tell us uh, maybe the first thing or your favorite thing, your favorite pizza topping pineapple. I never expected that.
0: I do. I love it. So it's probably not the one we order the most because not Nobody everyone in my family it. agrees.
1: Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, because we of typically, it's pineapple. It's
0: so good. Really? Mister, I'm sure you have not actually had it, have you? No,
1: no I've so, never had it. You know,
0: don't hate. All right, you know, all right. it's really yummy. Right,
1: we'll have to come over. I'll come over to the Mandela house. There you and go. We have we'll have pineapple, pineapple pizza. Pizza. Okay. So what? what's your family like?
0: Uh, meatball. We typically will get a meatball. Okay. Bar.
1: Meatball. Yeah. That's a little more conventional. Yeah. I I get that. All right. Uh, Favorite coffee order?
0: Uh, Medium hot latte. Uh,
1: How about a show you've watched recently?
0: Um, so we're in the middle of The Patient right now.
1: Great show. We finished it. Yes. A little it.
0: intense. I love it. It's yeah. really, really good. Steve Carell's excellent.
1: He is. He is yeah. great in that. Yeah. 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 Uh, how about a, a book you're reading or you uh, read recently?
0: So I'm rereading the remaining series.
1: Okay. All right. So yeah, a
0: little light post-apocalyptic Apocal- uh, reading. Apocalyptic, zombies. <laughs> zombies yeah. I've, yeah. I've
1: read that series, but I don't think I finished. I think I need to do the last book in this series. Oh, it's It good. might be the last two. I have to check. I it's know good. that. I'll have to talk to you about that and find out where, where I am. All right. How about a local place to eat?
0: Uh, fat tomato. Fat tomato. Huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. we have got wh- a couple what... of gourmet pizzas that I really love. Do There's like have... a pear and goat cheese pizza. That's amazing. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. That's it. I would eat
1: that. All right. So do they have a pineapple pizza?
0: Not that I've had there. <laughs> all right. All right.
1: So, so give us a thirty second elevator pitch. What does the hope community need to know about you? And they've got thirty. Se- you've got thirty seconds to tell them. Ready?
0: Um, so I want to know you. I want to get to know you. I am always on the go. I'm all about relationships. Um, I'd love to connect with you. So don't ever hesitate to reach out. Um, but don't call because I'm never at my desk and um, I never use my work phone. That's so right. yeah, it's terrible. That's yeah. So funny. email me or text me and i half the world has my cell. So yeah. <laughs> Great. All right. Good, good elevator
1: pitch. And now tell us what is, uh, so we've been asking everyone this question. Uh, it, the podcast is called the Meet Hope Podcast, Conversations About Faith and Hope. So what is bringing you hope today?
0: Mm, I think it's my girls. I think that, um, you know, having young adult children and watching They've taught me so much Mm -hmm. uh, in watching how far the world has come and um, seeing their passion for social justice and Mm -hmm. for human rights and um, seeing them fight for the things that they believe in Mm -hmm. and for change. It gives me great hope for the future. Yeah, that's good.
1: Great answer. So uh, listen, thanks for doing this. Sure. Thanks for having me. And uh, listeners, uh, thank you for listening. And if you want to contact Heather, as she said, you can, uh, (laughs) don't call her office phone, uh, but you can reach her at Heather at meethope.org org. She'd love to connect with you. And uh, that's it for today, and we hope to see you next time. Have a great day.
0: Thanks for being a part of the Hope Community as we continue our conversations about faith and hope. If you don't already, please join us for worship on Sundays or on demand. You can learn more at meethope.org or find us on socials at Church.